Oh, do it one more time. Nope, stop. stop, stop, stop. <laughs> do it one more time. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, that was beautiful. Okay, perfect. Um, and I'll get started. Welcome back, Bachelor Nation. It is I, Maddie Sedler, here to start the Batch League Threes episode all over again. This is a very special bonus episode you're getting this week because we did not finish our discussion of week five for Juan Pablo. But um, just in case this is the first one, I don't know why you would come in on a part two, but just because, just in case, if you're coming in on this part two tonight... Um, my name is Madison Sedler. I am a Bachelor super fan first and the producer of this podcast and other things second. Um, and I'm here with my two really lovely friends to rewatch this wonderful wild season. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm spectacular, but not a specter. Uh, Hill. And um, I love The Bachelor, hate The Bachelor. I have feelings. We'll just go with I'm a Scorpio. I have feelings. Um, I am an actor, singer, director, producer. Have I done? It doesn't matter. Anyway, back to the studio. <laughs> I feel like the running joke is like, you're like, am I a producer? Every episode. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, remember wait, if we've talked about that. Uh, whatever. I feel like that's a running joke now. I love it. Um, <laughs> me too. Hi, I'm Rachel Tashari. I'm a stand-up comedian, comedy writer, and comedy educator. Uh, love The Bachelor. I've been watching for a while now. And gosh, just really needed somebody to talk to you about it. And here we are. We got talking to about it. Well, in Bachelor news this week, um, Jason Tarktik and Caitlin Bristow... <gasps> got engaged oh my gosh it's so exciting jason was my favorite on becca season he was a buffalo boy and i'm obsessed with buffalo boys we live in buffalo so that works out really well um but oh my gosh congratulations jason and caitlin that's so exciting i am very excited for them they are they seem like they're very cute. Honestly, together. I was dying over the pictures and of the ring, and I was like, mm, I'll send these to my Buffalo boyfriend. <laughs> and then I didn't. As opposed to your uh, other city boyfriends. Yeah, my other, my other boyfriends <laughs> in many a city. Let me send this to my Buffalo boyfriend. Yes, just the one. <laughs> Um, so this is a very special part two episode because we didn't quite get to the end, um, last time. So we are talking about Nikki's one-on-one date. Um, oh man. From episode five. Yeah. From episode five, week five of Juan Pablo's season, um, which you can all watch on Hulu along with us, but let's like dig right in or jump right in, which is what Nikki had to do on this <laughs> one-on-one. Jump. Scale, you repel, know. repel. <laughs> That's what I'd like to do to Juan Pablo. Just repel, repel. Him. Um, what? Honestly, what a date. Uh, no. I've noticed <laughs> just no. I've noticed a pattern with the one-on-one dates. I usually would be very happy with the first one and want to do it, and then the second one rolls around, and I don't want to do that. 
every time this whole season. I've been like, mm, hate that. Absolutely not. Well, because he's like making them do weird shit. <laughs> like hard, extreme <laughs> shit. And I'm like, sir, no one wants to do this. You have a child. Uh, Why do you want to do I this? I just feel like these second one-on-ones have been horrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, and I wrote that in my notes this time too. I'm like, what is with these second one-on-ones? We have another girl who's literally terrified. Like, we had rave dancing one-on-one with Kat. We have this date. Um, Cassandra was the Bungie first Bungee jumping. Bungee jumping with Chelsea. It's no, just like, har- like horrifying dates that really play to their fears, which I know is like good TV. But also, in why? Case, uh, in case you need a refresh, um, in this episode, Juan Pablo takes Nikki to a cave and they rappel down into the cave to where they like walk around for a minute and then walk out, walk out of (laughs) the cave. Walk out. They walk out of the cave. Sarah and Rachel, how pissed would you be if you just faced your biggest fear ever by rappelling down this cave where you cannot see the bottom of it only to walk out several hours later? (laughs) I would be very Um, offended and I'd be like, I gotta go. I I wouldn't have done it. I would not have done this. I'm sorry. Has anybody, I wonder if anybody has ever gotten one of these dates and just said no. Does it, have you guys ever seen that on a season? No. I can't think of one. No. I thought Chelsea wasn't going to jump, but she ended up jumping. I thought so, too. But... I thought Nikki wasn't going to go down. I mean, I oh. wouldn't have gone down if I was Nikki. That's insane. And he was, like, right behind her. It once again was a situation that did not look very sound or safe. Um, mm-hmm. And he also made me really uncomfortable because he was like, I had a great view. Gross. He... I think he said... During the night portion of the date or the dinner portion of the date, he said, like, I wanted to be behind you so that I could catch you if you fell. And I'm like, sir, mm-hmm. if I am going to fall. How would that happen? Yeah. First of all, if I'm going to fall, I'm hitting the wall first, not you. And secondly, like. How dare you suggest I fall? That's not safe. Not even that, <laughs> but like. What are you going to catch me in midair? There's a much larger chance that you would miss. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the chances uh. the chances in that situation would be, like, Juan Pablo would fall first because he went first, and then Nikki would fall. Mm. Yes, yes. There would be no catching. <laughs> it was a really deep hole. It was a really <laughs> deep hole, and I... That they just walked out said. of. That they, That's what she said. <laughs> 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 oh Sorry, God. continue. No, oh my gosh. I, like, I'll be honest with you, I don't even have any real, like, notes notes. I think I was still fuming about the whole Claire thing, but I don't have any real notes notes about the rest of this. I know there was a night portion. So. Yeah. I I did have something that I wanted to mention. Um, I personally loved, again, when Nikki's not having a good time, she gets sarcastic, and that really just makes my heart sing. (laughs) So when, (laughs) when she was like, should I call my mother and tell her I love her? Oh that my god, yes. Honestly, I, I feel also that. liked the Yeah, right? I also liked the editing that they had for um you know, her being speechless as he's saying what they're going to do. They ha- they cut to her, you know, her talking head where she's just speechless. <laughs> and 
and they cut, keep on cutting to like parts where she can't even say anything because she's so scared. I really <laughs> like the editing in that part. That was really well done. Good job, Bachelor producers. High five. <laughs> you know what we say. Um, you know what we say about yep. those Bachelor producers. I the devil's hole works harder, but the bad. <laughs> 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 The That's devil's asshole said. works hard, um, but but the bachelor producers work harder. That <laughs> is what she said. Oh my god! I have an issue with um, the fact that like they hiked to this hole to the, in, that goes into the cave. She's wearing fucking Converse. That's not safe. That was what I was saying too. I was thinking the same exact thing. Nobody told her to put sneakers on. Yeah. What if she so wore flip flops? When it, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, if you've ever worn Converse, you know that there's like barely any tread on the bottom of those things. So yeah. like, they're slippery. You're you need mm-hmm. to wear like climbing boots. I also think that mm-hmm. this was the episode where she was wearing circa 2014 a head a straight across headband across her head. And I was like, ooh, remember those days? I do. I wore those. See, I, I hate was, myself. I thought it was really cute. But I'm ooh. just old. <laughs> it's so it was like, like a period piece. Yeah, it, I loved it, it. It feels like a period piece. It's like fake 1960s hippie, but I'm a hipster like phase of fashion that did not last very long. And thank God it did not. I'm going to start wearing headbands like that. I support you in all you do. Oh, no. <laughs> so, You're such a good friend. I don't feel supported. I'm so genuine and so real. Anyway. Nice. Um, nice. You're as supportive as Converse sneakers. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, Nikki gets the rose. Uh, of course she does. Who's surprised? He, what did you think about that conversation? Can you remind me what the conversation was? Because I don't even remember it off the top of my head. I thought it was actually kind of sweet. It was Nikki talking about uh, why she chose to be a pediatric nurse. She was talking about uh, because kids are so innocent. And she said that um, there's so much more hope when you treat kids than when you treat other people. Do you- and... I, I liked her story. I liked yeah. what she was talking about. Do you know what's so funny about that, though, is that, like, literally every girl in the house has something to say about how negative and, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, gloomy Nikki She's is all Nikki. the time. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that funny? And yet, she doesn't seem very nurturing. Yeah, I know! And then she has that whole thing, now I'm remembering what you're saying, about when she just talks about the kids and how her job brings her hope and, like, children, like, sick children, like are just so, like, pure and innocent. Like, it's she, so, like, a hard right from what everybody else is saying. This is exactly the point that was a Claire. The Claire was making about her being one person in front of the camera and one person with Juan Pablo and one person in the house without cameras. I mean, fair enough. But also, like, it just, it, it, it almost, like, encompasses what this entire season mm-hmm. is like at, for up until this point I mean like we're not sure I think like last episode that we talked was finally an episode where I was like wow the, the group date rose finally makes sense that Claire got it we're yeah as like we're a lot of the time like 
I'm constantly confused by like what Juan Pablo is doing. So well, to at have least he's consistent. Well, to have Nikki <laughs> make this like hard turn that we're seeing on TV versus the stuff people are saying about her really makes me wonder. They they want us to like her. Mm-hmm. They're not playing, like, the quirky, weird music and then cutting to somebody being like, I hate Nikki, she's so negative. They, they're playing the nice music and giving her time for to tell, like, this beautiful story about, like, why she does what she does to really open up to him. We're supposed to like her. And that... It just, it just feels like such a different show than mm-hmm. it is now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels like not even the same show. I, so... What do you mean? It just, I feel like on Matt James' season, there, I don't know, I don't know how much I questioned really anybody. Like, until that stuff about Rachel came out, like, to be public, I don't really know how much I questioned anyone. They showed me who they were on TV, and then I just kind of accepted that to be true, and then we moved on with our lives. Whereas this season, we have Juan Pablo saying one thing and acting another way. We have all the girls saying one thing about Nikki and then acting the other way. The only people I trust on this entire show to be consistent are Andy and Claire, who are Renee? complete opposites of each other. Renee. But like. Charlene? No. Charlene is the most wishy washy person. I know you How two love Charlene. Dare Listen, okay. You. All right. I'm going to say it. I'm Charlene say it now. is someone who has a hard time opening up to people and she doesn't like to Charlene show her Charlene doesn't want to be on and this she, show. She doesn't want Juan Carlo to figure her out because she thinks she's weird. No. Mm-mm. Refuse. I don't know. I don't know. Refuse to believe Rachel. that. Charlene. I, I, I love Charlene, but I don't know if he, she doesn't want him to figure her out because she's weird. I think she just has never been emotionally available before because she's always put her career first. So I think that this might be new territory for her. Hot and take. I also think she doesn't like, I also feel like she doesn't like Juan Pablo. Thank you. You can kind of tell she doesn't. Hot take. She does not like this man at all. I and think like, she's trying, you know, yeah, we talked about it. I think she's trying. She tries. She wants to want this. I she, think is what Maddie said. And that's so perfectly put. She wants to want it. And at this point, that's we're, she's trying. we are halfway through the game at this point. Halfway through. And if you don't know at this point, if you're still here on week five of this show, I get it. It's a bubble. Nothing is real. Nothing makes sense. Time is an illusion. Like, I totally, I totally buy into all of that. However, for this dating show, if you don't like the man you're supposed to be dating, you gotta go home because there are girls here that put their whole lives on the line. I mean, we have Cassandra and Renee who left their kids. Everybody has left their job. I mean, Charlene did leave her job too. But why is she? Please explain to me why this woman is still here. If you feel this strong. And I'm not saying I don't like Charlene because that's not the case. I like Charlene. I feel like Charlene is somebody that I'd love to go see perform because I think she's very talented from the small little bit that we've seen. I think that she has a lot of class. I think she carries herself in like a very good way. However, this is a dating show. And she 
doesn't want to date him. And like every time they have a conversation with each other, it feels forced. And I just don't. First of all, I don't know how we went from talking about Nikki's date to talking about Charlene again. And secondly, <laughs> and secondly, I, just, I will look for any excuse to bring up my lady Charlene. But I just don't think that like this is the this is not the place. Almost like Lauren H. Right, night one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is yeah. this really the show for you? Is this really the thing for you to be doing? And I don't think that she's on there for clout either, because I know that there are people who come with Jed, Waboom guy. Jed. Oh, God. Like, they all come on for clout and Instagram followers. She's not like that either. I do believe that she wants to like him. However, we're halfway through the process at this point. She is very clearly a front runner, and she has to know that by now. There's no denying that. It's week five. What are you still doing here? You don't know. When I'm with him, it's fine. When he's gone, it's bad. And I don't want to be here. she's not the only person She tells like girls in the house she doesn't want to be there. But she tells she's Chelsea. She's not the only person. She tells Chelsea. She's not the only person. <laughs> she literally tells Chelsea, our conversations are bland and boring and whatever. Che- like, girls in the house know that this is a problem. And these are her competitors that she's telling. I just want Why are Charlene. you here, Charlene? Charlene. Charlene, I'd watch a show just about you, of course. But this is not the show for you. This is not your season. It's not the Charlene It is show. Juan Pablo's season, and I'm not sticking up for him because I hate this man. But... Really sounds like you're sticking up for him a little bit. Get it out get out uh, the door. Run away. Charlene, I, I'm looking out for you. Run away. <laughs> Seven I, years I, ago, I, run away. Seven years ago, run away. Um, I I feel like she's really conflicted. I think she's just hoping that things will get better. I don't believe that at this that point. That she will find what she is looking for in Juan Pablo. I, I is what I think is what's going on. I completely do not believe this and I know that and this she's is hoping a that like take. as time goes on it will get better and just it isn't getting better for her. Ugh. But girl run. Um okay, so let's go back to let's go back to Nikki's date. Oh, I wanted to So I I really liked Nikki's story. I thought um the uh, I thought her talking about the kids was interesting. Um, and a little heartwarming, but I don't know that I 100% believed it. It sounded a little rehearsed to me. And I didn't like that. It didn't sound like she really felt what she was saying. This is a good place to go. Thoughts on Nikki? Question mark. What are you guys' thoughts on Nikki? Get her out of here. Hard pass. <laughs> I mean, for you, like, you, think you wouldn't date Nikki is what I you're I wouldn't saying. date Nikki, no. I think that Nikki is who we're supposed to like now. Probably. I think that that's, like, the, the thought behind it. But that's not what Rachel asked. She hasn't thought about Nikki. I don't know. Hated. If I was in Juan Pablo's shoes and I'm only seeing, like, this side of her then I probably really like her. Mm -hmm. I don't find her, like, physically the most attractive person in the house, 
But, like, I think that, like, hearing her talk and, like, the way that she presents herself to him, Mm -hmm. and maybe not necessarily what we see in the interviews or what the other girls are seeing, like, I probably would keep her around, like, over, like, Kat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but if I was one of the girls in the house, I'd probably be like, oh my god, you should have been gone yesterday. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Like, geez. I can't believe she's still here. What do you think about her, Rachel? I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Nikki. I do think she might be a little two-faced. Um, yeah. Based yeah. on what, you know, like, what she says in her talking heads and how she t- talks to Juan Pablo. hmm I, but, <laughs> and there's things that she says that are very overconfident and they just do not make her look good. So when she was like, I think it was a couple episodes ago when she was talking to the talking, you know, to the camera mm-hmm. and they, she was talking about the group date rose and she says, I mean, what if I don't get the group date rose? And then she like stops herself and goes, that's impossible. I always get the group date rose. Yeah. I so, did and she was serious. That. Like she wasn't kidding. Um, when she said that, like she, you could tell she truly meant that. She, she was that confident. So I think that it doesn't make her look great. In, you know, I, I don't know. No, but, you're right. It doesn't make her look great. I and didn't love that. The, I mean, I laughed. I, I thought it was it funny. Either. But I mean, the show is ridiculous. So that's why I laugh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I agree. I do think that she's two-faced. And I think that we as an audience are supposed to pick her side. Like if, if, you know, it's her versus the girls at this point, I feel Mm -hmm. like we're supposed to be like, I like Nikki, but Nikki is just the The worst, but Nikki is just the overall theme of this entire season. Mm -hmm. Nothing makes any sense and nothing is real. (laughs) That is So yeah, if I were in the house, I would be friends with Nikki, but I wouldn't trust Nikki. Right. I would, you know, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. I would not trust her because I feel like she would say something to your face and then talk shit about you behind your back. Whereas, you know, Kelly's just, just shit talking not being everybody. nice to you to your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not being nice to your face and also talking shit about you behind your back. Listen, I'd be so... friends with Kelly just to hang out with Molly, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Kelly, can I, can Molly come out and play? Yeah. (laughs) And I would leave with the dog. Oh, goodness. I don't know. I'm not a big Nikki fan. Not a big Nikki fan. She rubs me the wrong way. If you were in the house, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if you were in the house Mm -hmm. and you see Nikki on camera and you see her off camera, how, would you say anything? Or, like, would you just, like, like, Rachel, keep your friends close, enemies closer, don't let her know that you know. We know no, that I would confront her, but in a really um, non, like, a, in a really passive-aggressive way, because I'm not a confrontational person. So I would find little ways to make her uncomfortable and to say to her, like, hey, why are you like this? What you doing? That's not what you said yesterday. <laughs> Keep all the things locked in my little steel trap that is my brain. And, uh, you know. I, I would, am allowed one diary, and I've I been keeping sure, track this whole there you time. Go. I would, I would bring something up in a group, and be like, "Hey, you didn't say that the other day. You said this the other day. 
The camera got you saying this to Juan Pablo. What's the truth, Nikki? What's the truth? What's the truth? <laughs> Um, I think eventually, though, because she's been here for so long, I think eventually I would probably confront her about it. I'd get really frustrated and confront her. But it would start off as uh, passive aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. So, okay. what about Madison? Would you right. confront her? Would I confront her? Yeah. Depends on what she's saying to be completely honest with you if it's something that's like stupid like i always get the group date rose i'd probably just roll my eyes and gag myself with a spoon but like (laughs) but like if it was if she said something about like if you know if if on this magical season all three of us were together if she said something about the two of you or one of my other friends in the house like andy or uh you know renee i'd have probably more of a problem with that than I would anything else. Um, yeah, I would stick up for my friends if she were to say something. Yeah, and if I got wind of that, and forget, and I mean, like, you've heard me talk to Airbnb, forget it, I'd destroy this girl's life. But, like, I just, like, <laughs> I just, like, you know, you know, an Airbnb I have nothing personal with. Like, <laughs> that would be, like, a whole separate thing. But, like, I, you know, I just, um, I don't, I don't like it when people are mean to my friends. Um, you can be as mean to me, like honestly, as you want. Heart, I no, don't heart even no. care. But if you're mean to my friends, I you're I, you're done, man. I feel sorry for you. Um, but anyway, the cocktail party happens. Um, Andy gets pulled first. I feel really bad for Andy. I feel happy for her that she gets her own season. I don't know how it works out. Because I never watched her season. Uh But I do feel really bad for her because she seems to genuinely really like Juan Pablo. And they do seem to have, like, really nice chemistry. And it's weird. He, I feel like, I feel like remember when Matt James said to Abigail, like, we had a really great connection. But then I got to know the other girls because I wasn't worried about you. Yeah. I feel this is, oh my god, justice for Abigail. But, like. That is how I feel like things are going to go with Andy. It's going to turn into like, hey, I really liked you and I really like you, but other things have moved along farther and faster because I'm the one who put time into them and I didn't put time into you because I wasn't worried about you. And now mm, things are farther along with other people. I'm going to have to say goodbye. And that is going to break my heart because Andy is... My favorite. Well, do you think she's going to self-eliminate, or do you think that she'll just not get a group date rose? I just think that she won't get a rose. She might make it to hometowns, because we're getting, like, really close to hometowns, but, like, I don't know that she will make it any farther than that. And I think that the excuse would be, like, hey, I just don't like you as much as everybody else, and... Mm -hmm he'll play it off as like, I don't know why, but it's because you put all this time into Claire and Charlene and, and, and Nikki. And sex with Claire. And, yeah. And, and you didn't put any time into our girl. Andy. I mean, I'm not kidding. do you want to bet? I'm kidding, that, but I'm not. <laughs> do you want to bet that he takes, he takes Andy to fantasy suite so he can sleep with both of them and then gets rid of her. Oh, that would really hurt. That would really suck. That would really but suck. But I wouldn't put it past him because he's, Terrible. Ugh. Yuck. Oh, at least yeah. gone too soon. 
Ugh, yuck. <laughs> so, the, oh, I love it. I love it. The biggest thing, minus like the Claire stuff that happens, which we got into last episode of our podcast, mm-hmm. we don't have to get into again. But the the second biggest thing that happened, everybody loves Renee Mind. Renee finally gets kissed. Yay! Hooray! And it's magical. Except they make it magical. It was it. Was it magical? They, he interrupted what she was saying and like kissed her. Right, I don't know. but they play the that nice music and they make it really rom commy. So like she's talking and he's just like shut up and he kisses her. Now, <laughs> right? So like it's very rom commy where he's just like swoop in and kiss the girl, but she's for all you listeners she out was there in the Sarah, middle of a sentence. For all you listeners out there, was, Sarah just made a sweeping hand motion like he smacked her across the face when she said, shut up! <laughs> There's just, a reason I just this needed that a, to be said. Like a video medium. Um, I agree with you, Rachel, though. Like, she was in the middle of talking about Ben, and he was just like, I'm going for it. I don't really love that. That was weird. But they, I, I want to say they played it off like it was rom com And I think in her interview she after, said, yeah. yeah, she was like, it was like a movie. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> we watch movies for a reason. What kind of movie? Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what is the ending of this movie, Renee? Um, I love Renee, though. She was so cute. She the, When she spins around, that was so cute. And she's like, he kissed me, he kissed me, and she spinned around. Yeah, she's so just cute. so happy about it. And, like... Too good for I, the show. He's... Again, everything he does is strange. So, even though this is strange, I feel happy for her... Because I know, one, A, I know I'm supposed to, and B, because she seems, like, so excited about that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to be happy for her, even though he did it in such a strange way, but, like, everything on this season, mm-hmm. it's all just been so strange. I just don't understand <laughs> any of it. Um, but I'm really, I, I am happy he finally kissed her. We've gotten over this whole, like, weird, I'm not kissing people thing this week. I got, I'm not gonna lie, I got a weird vibe from him kissing Renee where he felt pressured to, so he did. Mm, interesting. Can you elaborate? I, I don't think that, I think he's been holding out on kissing Renee because he's actually friend-zoned Renee, mm. and I think the vibe that I, because- you said it was weird, right? You got a weird vibe from it. Yes, but is that because I get a weird vibe from him, or if I'm getting a weird vibe from the situation? Maybe, maybe like you got a weird vibe because would he? Because it didn't look like he wanted to do it. I just feel like he had an excuse ready where he was gonna say that you know he didn't want to kiss her because. He didn't want Ben to be pissed at him, mm-hmm. which didn't make sense to me. I felt like it really didn't make any sense to me. I think that was just a bullshit excuse. Mm-hmm. And then when she was like, no, Ben won't be pissed at you. He had no excuses left. So he had to kiss her or else risk being or risk looking like an asshole for not kissing her. And also risk really or, hurting her feelings. And maybe risk herself eliminating Ooh, yeah. You know? 
Because if he's not giving her a kiss and she's like, well, then where is this going? It's been so, it's been so long and she hasn't been kissed. Then why? I don't know. Why? Okay. Then why not send her home? She's the mom. She's one of his special ladies. The special ones. Gross. Oh, God. Ugh. I, every time I think of Elise and just go, ugh, yuck. Um, <laughs> but, like, that's that's becoming, like, part of my vocabulary mm-hmm. now. This show has changed me for the worst. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, ugh, yeah. I, I just don't understand, like, why she's still here or, like, why he wouldn't just send her home. I know that they have to make it like 10 weeks because that's how long the show has to last because that's how many episodes the network paid for. But like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me. I think that he is Charlening Renee. Does that make sense? I feel like he is very sure about his relationship with Renee. Just very... Rachel, sure. sometimes you say okay. things and it clicks with me immediately. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what is happening. You said it about the whole, like, well, he he made out with them. So that's their cue that they're safe. And that's why they didn't get a group date rose. And now you're saying this right now. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's exactly. That's got to be it. I, nothing else logically I, in my mind makes sense. That's got to be it. He wants I, to be yes. with Renee. But he don't like he her. He wants to want. Yeah, he wants to want to be with Renee because it would be perfect. It would be such a good fit, I think. And I think he knows that. It would be it would make the most sense. She's a single mom. They have a really great connection, but there's just not it's just not there. It doesn't have that extra think, spice to it for him. It, she's not she doesn't have the sex appeal of Claire or something that he's seeing in these other women. You know what I mean? She's missing something that he wants. I don't know. That's kind of how I feel about it. Because if if he was that attracted to her, why would he wait this long? It doesn't make any sense to me. Even if she had a kid, because Cassandra has a kid. So that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. And um, I wonder if he's So I think that he is generally more attracted to, like, Cassandra, like, genuinely more attracted to somebody who looks like Cassandra or Claire... She's a very, it, it, it almost feels like Claire leads with her sexuality a little bit more than Renee. Yeah. And maybe that's what he's attracted to, like the sex appeal that she has. That makes her different. She stands out like Charlene stands out. She is different. I like Renee a lot. Renee is one of my favorites of the season. She's just more certain of herself. She just is more like... She's secure about herself, so she's willing to help others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's she's like, well, I'm not worried about us, so just tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Which is smart, because she could play all those girls in that house if she wanted to. But she doesn't. <laughs> but she's she doesn't. Person. She sits but there. But she doesn't. She's too good. She yeah. moms all of the other girls. She, Juan Pablo's mm-hmm. keeping her around so that if anybody else gets drunk like Victoria, Renee's there to take care of them, so oh, he doesn't God. have to. Anyway, really quickly, I think we should talk about, um, because we didn't talk about it last time, uh, the girls' reactions to when Claire and Juan Pablo come back. Um, oh, yeah. They all kind of sense something's off. 
you get like five or six talking heads mm-hmm. of them saying there's something going on. They're not here holding hands. That, yeah. Claire keeps saying it's allergies. Yeah. But they can tell she was crying. Mm-hmm. Claire ain't fooling anybody. And She's I not wish, an actor. I want. I look. I looked online for Andy's face when Claire says, "Real bad allergies." It, as she's coming back to go come sit on the ottoman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy's frowny, her frowny face, where she was like, "I'm doing it in the comfort of my own home." I was None like, of you Rachel, are we can't it, see you. Her frowny face. Yes, her frowny face is priceless. And I wish I I will find a still of it. It has to be on the internet somewhere. But Andy's frowny face really suited the mood in that moment. <laughs> it was perfect. I was wondering why nobody it was like asked where cat, her but shoes not. were. Why wasn't anyone where like, who? hey, Claire, where are your shoes? Because they left her shoes on that bench, like near the bench. And then she came back without shoes. Mm. Didn't make the final I cut, see, I didn't I even guess. notice that. Oh, I did. Because I, I saw them sitting in the grass. And then I was like... I'm sure production picked it up, but they put a mech on her when she sits down with the other women, and then she sat down without shoes on, and I was like, wow, okay. Interesting. I It's not, but I thought I it was. I just don't, um, I did feel very bad for her, and I did feel like she couldn't talk to anybody about it, um, and I'm interested to see if she ever does really open up to any of the other girls in the house. Um, it does seem like at one point her and Renee were friends, but I don't know how that has changed in the weeks that have come from that first pool party cocktail mm-hmm. party thing. It's just very clear that she's alone. And that to me is really very sad for her. Um, especially in the knows. situation. Yeah. Especially in the situation she's mm-hmm. in. So I felt super bad that she had to say something like, Oh, it's allergies. No girl, you're mm-hmm. not fooling anybody. Come on. Like, yeah, literally every single girl in there was like, what happened? Um, somebody said, specific, maybe it was Andy, she said, something happened and it was not good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was Andy, I believe. And you know um, what? I'm a little mm-hmm. annoyed with the girls for nobody steps up to talk to her. As far as we know. We haven't seen anybody step up to talk to her. But I, in my heart... I feel like Renee would have asked her afterwards, like, is everything okay? Are you okay? Maybe not, like, giving her all the details or whatever, but, like, I do feel like Renee would have said something. I hope so. I, If one of them women asked her why she was crying, I don't think Claire would have told her. Right, right. But I think that, I, I do think that, Renee would have extended that, that hand she was of support. At least approached, yeah, yeah. I would hope that. I would like to. I, I would hope so. I really would hope that at least somebody tried to comfort her, or at least just like ask, because that goes a really long way. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I would be the first person to lie to your face if you asked me if something was wrong, and like, I didn't want to talk about it. I'd be like, yeah, everything's great, but like, thank you so much for asking. Like, oh yeah. I, I'm not going to tell you, like, what's going on, but, like, I'm going to remember that you asked. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's, I almost feel, like, more valuable than anything else is to just, like, make sure that I'm good, even if I'm not going to tell you Mm -hmm. what is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Rose ceremony happens. 
Chris comes out looking 15 years younger than he did uh, recently. recently. Um, Claire, Nikki, and Renee all already have roses. Um, Claire got the group date rose, if you're following along. Um, Nikki got her one-on-one rose, which we talked about this episode. And then last episode, we talked about Renee getting her one-on-one rose. Um, and we have the rose ceremony where Charlene gets called first. Cassandra gets called second. Chelsea gets called third. Kat gets called fourth. And Andy gets called fifth. So Andy is questioning everything. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, so far the trends of the rose ceremonies don't quite line up with anything Mm -hmm. from what I can see. So there's really no reason other than for the drama of it all to, like, call you last. It doesn't mean you're last place. It just kind of means, like, you're called last because for TV that will be the most dramatic thing to end on. Um, But she's not happy about it. Uh, and this was a really hard week for her. So, I don't know. She still hasn't gotten a one-on-one nope, date. Nope, she's, and I think she's the only one left mm-hmm. that has not gotten a one-on-one date. Yeah, she's the only one left who has not gotten a one-on-one. So, eliminated are Kelly and Molly, Danielle and Allie. Um, don't know much about Danielle and Allie, but I will miss Kelly's one-liners. They were really mm. the bright spot in this otherwise dark season. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um, also, like, how dare you eliminate a dog? A poor, sweet pupper. So who is left on Team Sarah right now? Renee, Charlene, Cassandra. Okay. I'm at Andy, Chelsea, Nikki, and Kat. Someone up on you right now. No. Yeah. I have four. <laughs> you have three. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I may have gone to school for theater, but I can count to eight. (laughs) We did not do this last time because we only talked about Claire last time. We got real deep real fast. Got real deep real fast. Kind of got away from us. So, I have a best and worst dressed for... Got real deep real fast. (laughs) Continue. I have... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, don't apologize. Don't apologize. Don't apologize for dirty jokes. I will not apologize for this. <laughs> but I have a best and worst dress. My best dress of the whole episode, this is including last week's portion, was, of course, Renee. Renee wore that beautiful dress that was made to fit her body perfectly. It was, like, blue and red or blue Mm -hmm. and pink. It was just really beautiful. She looked gorgeous in it. So she wins my best dress slot. Um, Anybody else have a best dress that they want to talk about? I love the dress Charlene was wearing. It was, like, a little summery, but a little fancy. Like, it looks fancy anyway because Charlene looks fancy in general. Um, but, like, you just look at Charlene and you're like, hmm, damn, that's a fancy bitch. So, (laughs) but, like, she was wearing this, like, it had pink stripes on it and it was, like, a tan. Mm. It was so cute Mm -hmm. and perfect for a skin tone. I remember exactly what you're talking about. I was like, ooh, Charlene, you're looking all good, girl. You look all good. Yes, honestly. Mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. knows how to dress. So, that was my fave, my best dress. Mine was Renee for all of the same reasons that Maddie said. I also picked Renee because of the dress that she had tailor-made for her. It was so gorgeous. Ugh, best dress. So gorgeous. And she gets to keep it, which is the best thing ever. 
Um, my worst stressed, I'm gonna give it to my girl Nikki. I know you're on my team, girl, but oh my god. <laughs> that 2014 headband had me rolling around on the floor because I definitely had the same one. I definitely wore it to the bars when I was underage to be going to the bars. I'm sorry, mom, don't listen to this podcast. Um, but like, ugh, gross, yuck regretted it and also once again nikki's attitude kind of proves to be um part of my worst dressed all the time a bad attitude is the worst thing you can wear i love her sarcasm or wow i said that weird i love her sarcasm like i think it's really funny but like it's not um and like that fake cocky attitude i think she's mean i think kelly is sarcastic and funny but i think nikki is mean i just I just think I like I like it and I'm here for it on the TV, but I also think that she dresses very trendy for the time and trendy for the time doesn't always translate into trendy now. And that attitude not trendy. Big boo in 2021 for Maddie. <laughs> um anyway, that's my thought on that whole thing. Rachel, do you have a worse dress? Uh Maddie and I are on the same page. Oh, Rachel! Yes! <sighs> yeah. I, just between what she wore on that one-on-one day, and uh, I, I feel like I didn't even like her dress at the cocktail party. I can't remember what it was. But, nope, not a fan. I personally did not enjoy Renee's cocktail party dress, where it looked like four pieces of just, like, four panels a fabric, mm. and then one panel on the back of fabric. I was like, mm, I don't like how this cuts you, girl. I don't like it. Fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. You're, we're all entitled to our opinions, but Sarah loses the game because me and Rachel are on the same page. Anyway. It's <laughs> a competition. It's always a competition. It's always a competition. <laughs> this is The Bachelor. Um, anyway. I am, I am so mad. So, another favorite segment that we did not do last week is Trivia Time Trivia, trivia. We're doing some trivia for Rachel, the master. I tried really hard to make this song, and then Sarah did a better job. Anyway. What? I thought that was my job. (laughs) Super catchy. I like it. Thank you. So, we have three questions for you today, Rachel. Um, So, out of three... You're going to do we'll great, pal. You're going to be great. And this incorporates both what we talked about last week and this week. It's a oh, whole dear. episode. So it's been a while oh, since we watched it all the way through. So this oh, is boy. big. All right. Number one. And now think very carefully about this. On Renee's oh, one-on-one date, how many wrote... Mm-hmm. Nope. On Renee's one-on-one date, how many flowers did Juan Pablo give her? Three. Is that your final answer? Is that your oh, final answer? Gosh, I don't know. I feel like it. It was either two or three. Is it two? Is it two? Is it two? I think it's two. I'm gonna go with two. Is that your final answer? Yes. Correct. <laughs> Oh, thank gosh. Oh, my goodness. 
I don't know what if I what I would have done. I told you if I got that wrong. Proud of you. I was visualizing in my head. She, she got like a weird droopy tulipy thing. Yeah, and Sarah definitely made a comment that was like, "What? He can't afford to buy her more than one stupid flower." <laughs> I was mad <laughs> about it. I was like, "Sir, she handed you a bunch." Yeah, there were bouquets. There were bouquets. Yeah, yeah, there were bouquets there. And he was and like, he was "Just like, one, just one." On the group date. Okay. Who was Chelsea's coconut boat partner? I'm gonna say Cassandra. Is that your final answer? Yes. No! Who was it? It was Allie. Allie, who we've never seen speak before. Rachel. All right. This is your final question of the night. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. On Nikki's one-on-one date. Okay. What was the name of the cave that they descended into? Hell. Or I like to call Satan's butthole. Boy, 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 boy. We'll the accept- answers are correct. We will accept both of those answers. <laughs> Rachel, you got two out of three, and as Meatloaf would say, that ain't bad. <laughs> I'm so done with life. Anyway. Um, Welcome to 2021, bitch. (laughs) We have to finish this season. You better not be done with life. We have to finish this season. Katie's season happens and it's just all going to go forwards, backwards, upside down after that. So how many men do you think are going to bring vibrators first night? At least three. At least three men. Yeah, I would say so. And then she'll I, get rid I, of I all of them. I was thinking like four or five. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping that. Or, or she'll be like, you you leave, but leave the vibrator here. 100%. That's. <laughs> I saw a promo and it looks like a blow up doll makes it. Yeah, I also appearance. saw that promo. So I'm interested. I didn't see that. Ugh. I didn't see well, that. Well, we'll share it on Twitter and then you'll be able to see it. Speaking of social media and my beautiful segues that I made, (laughs) you can follow us, The Batch League 3, on all sorts of fun things. We are on Facebook, which will be linked in this episode. We're also on Twitter at Batch 3 and then Instagram at Batch League 3. We'll also put our personal Twitters and Instagram in this so you can follow us because Rachel, very funny on the internet and also in person. Mm -hmm. Sarah, very Mm -hmm. funny on the internet and also in person. Me, mediocre on the internet. (laughs) Mediocre on the internet. Mediocre in person. Disagree. Um, I don't disagree. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Shit. So we will be following... um, we will we post a lot on social media. We post um extra little clips to, you know, promo the episodes before they come out. We got post some little treats. Post our teams, our mm-hmm. FNPs. Oh my god, we forgot. Oh, are we wait, I thought we were waiting till the next episode oh, to do this. No, cuz this is 5 and there's only 10 episodes. Yeah. Now okay. is the time. Let's now is the time. It. Sarah made up a whole new thing that we need to do. So, because uh, this is an old season and because, um, you know, things are changing very rapidly, we've decided we're going to do a midnight pick. So, it's like a midway through the contest. We're going to either change or keep the same. The person we picked on the first night that's going to win the game. Wah, 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 wah. So, um, 
Here's the game. The g- you mean the, you mean the love? Sure. The, sure, that's... Love is not a game. I will not apologize Sarah. for being competitive. <laughs> <laughs> so, Madison and I, uh, Rachel already knows uh, who wins, because she's uh, the master. But, Madison and I are going to pick new people? Old people? I don't know. We're about to find out. Madison, who's your MNP? I want to preface this too with Sarah and I did not discuss this beforehand we discussed doing it but we did not discuss like correct who our person was my mnp the midnight midnight pick i'm gonna say it's nikki you bitch turning the turning the tables around turning those ties it's nikki with the weird headband nikki with bad attitude (laughs) nikki with the two faces she's gonna take the whole thing based on just the way that she's being presented. And the fact that my FNP, Chelsea, has gotten very little screen time since her one-on-one date, which makes me think she's on her way out soon. I forgot about Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> you picked her too! No, because we, we, we didn't talk about that one. This one we did not talk about. So for my MNP, I also picked Nikki because I, you know... Obviously, Renee, if if Juan Pablo no longer sees her in an attra- like sexually attractive way, because he didn't want to kiss her, like she gone. Uh, Claire, we know, doesn't win. Uh, I mean, find love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and I can't even remember who else is left. So Charlene, 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 Andy and Charlene, right. So, I, I mean... Eh. That speaks for itself Le- now at this point. Right. So, I really think... I think Nikki's gonna get it. I don't like it. Let's be clear here. I don't enjoy that. Do you not like it because you don't like him and you don't like her? Maybe this is a match made in heaven. Perhaps. I thought that about Claire. And then... I don't want him to be with anybody because he's a shitty person. And even <laughs> though Nikki is... She got some issues. Shouldn't deserve that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well... Um, if you have a midnight pick, if you have a first night pick, you can email us at the Batch League Three, three spelled out, T H R E E at gmail.com. Um, and we'll take them and maybe you'll even get a shout out yeah, on the podcast. We'll read them on the podcast, listen, providing we don't get hundreds. There's a whole like fifteen people that listen to this that I have no idea who they are. So this is like very exciting. Honestly, <laughs> if you're one of those fifteen let's be real. If you're one of those eleven, because <laughs> we know four people, if you're one of those eleven, let us know. Yeah, so that will do it tonight for the Batch League Three. My name is Maddie Sedler. My name is Sarah. Hates to audition, not scary apparition. (laughs) And my name is Rachel Tashari. I just can't. We will see you next time. Okay, we love you. Bye-bye.